This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and don't know if I'm more amazed to find out there's light in some freezers or the fact that I apparently look like Linus from Charlie Brown. Everybody and welcome to episode 165 of Movie Drone. I'm in danger of being put down, Steve. I'm the healthiest person I know, Mark. I mean, it's a worry, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> now, Linus. Yeah, I don't know if it was Linus. Is it right. Linus? I don't know, mate. I'm too right. young for Charlie Brown. The one that I meant when I referred to you, yeah. Linus. You know the one in Charlie Brown that has all the flies around them. Yes, the one the smelly oh, one. Oh, you, the one you that described him very well. Thanks. I don't know if it's Linus. That's the one that I mean, in right. case I've got the name wrong. Okay, well, I improved that. Clever, right. aren't I? Hey? <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, well done. tagged that, I was like, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> yeah, healthy, mate, me. Oh, Healthiest person I know at the moment. Oh, Everyone's infected. You probably are. Everyone's like, I've got this chest infection. The missus has picked up an infection. I've heard my nan's in bed at the moment. She's got an infection. Oh, no. Everyone's infected. <laughs> Here's me eating shit, living on Pro Plus, and just, like, drinking... Red Bull to try and keep myself alive. Now, do you possibly think, though, yeah. that you might be patient zero, the infector? I'd like to think that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, I'd be chuffed with myself if I oh, was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, you are maybe the infector yeah, could of everybody. Be. You are the cause of all the infections. Yeah, it's sad. Hence the Linus tag. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> hey, it? Dull, isn't it? I got no, I've barely got any stories, mate. No, you're not. I ain't done fuck all. I've been money. Mummy Mark continues. So, so what you're saying is then that yeah. people who are mums that look after children mm. don't do fuck all. Is that um, what you're saying? No, come on. I mean, well, no. What I'm saying is, people who are mums who have children don't have fucking chance to do <laughs> fuck all because all they do is pick up shit. <sighs> all they're doing is feeding people. Picking up stuff for the third or fourth time. Exhausting, mate. It really is fucking exhausting. You do look like you've been pulled through a hedge backwards. Yeah, you've got buttons on your shirt missing and yeah. undone. The most exciting part of my week, mate, was the fact I didn't have to do a dark or a whitewash. I did a lights. <laughs> that was quite exciting. I gathered enough bits together to do a lights wash. Right. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to get the lights done tonight, hanging them out. Oh, my um, God. But she did say to me the weekend, she's like, oh. This was before the infection struck. Right. Shall we have a nice meal tonight? Right. I was like, okay. Yeah, she was like, should we order one our favourite restaurant or one oh. of our favourite restaurants? Rather than just a takeaway, we get a nice one. So I was like, yeah. So I got a nice, it's a Turkish restaurant. So I got a nice lamb sheesh. I could still hear it rustling in the box, mate. Right. That weren't dead, that thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, that weren't dead. <laughs> that was still beating. <laughs> I like raw meat, um, raw rare meat. I love a bit of rare meat. But that, like, that had seen the cooker thing and got scared and jumped (laughs) in the box. Did you send it back? No, I just fed it to George. He loved it. (laughs) He loved it, mate. It was like his birthday had come early. (laughs) He's like, mate, yeah, and he was eating it, he was munching. Lovely. Don't name the restaurant. I mean, 
I've, I've not um, named them. I've not shamed mm. them. I haven't gone on Facebook and gone, oh, it's all shit. I've just assumed right. they're busy. Like, they was doing really nice takeaways. They've now got the restaurant open. They're doing takeaways. They're probably trying to meet everything. Mm. Little oversight. I'll try it again next time. It'll be okay. fine. They might be trying to cull the population. I mean, it was, you know, it was just not for me that night. Okay. I'm not going to name shame them. Okay. It's just, there we go. I've had, I've had superb food from them before. Okay. So just a little error. And you would have had the shits if you let that, probably. Yeah, there probably. <laughs> How's your week been there, Not mate? too bad, mate. It's a crane fly up there. Yeah? Crane fly. I've been... Uh, Do you want me to pull the legs off of it no, while you watch? No, you fucking don't, you fucking <laughs> melt. I've been removing those delicately from my house all week. Right. They're sad, aren't they? Only we had like a fight a week, over a crane fly this week. Do you? Yeah, because the bigger one was like a crane fly. Yeah. Want to get it out, so she cupped it in its hand, and the little yeah. one comes, claps her hands no. together. Um, she was very upset about the demise of the crane flyer, and right. he was very pleased with himself that he had done it in her hands. Fucking, I wonder that kid's killing you yeah. in the next fucking week or so if you don't feed yeah. him the right thing. I've, I've got no question it could happen, mate. But yeah, the crane flyer. Yeah, yeah, it's crane flyer, crane flyer at the moment. Yeah, time, isn't it? It's yeah. fun, isn't it? And um, mate, injuries. Obviously, Go got my chest. I've got a chest infection now. Another got a chest infection, one. yeah. After uh, after my cold, it's gone on my chest. Um, so that's not so good. Obviously, no. I've got my knees, and I've got, got a marathon, and I so I woke up the other day on Monday, couldn't mm. move my arm. Arm right. was frozen, right. like, but couldn't move it above my shoulder. So I've worked out now. I'm of the age where sleeping is one of the most dangerous things that I could possibly really? do. You wake up yeah. from a sleep yeah. injured. I had a fever the other night. I had to go and get a PCR test, coronavirus test. I thought yeah. I had fucking pox again. Yeah. And so, yeah, so not good. Sleeping, not going to do it. No? No. Not good. For, is that why old people get up at four o'clock and go, <laughs> make the best of the day? Yeah, I think so. A cup of tea, I'm going to make the best of yeah. the day. Because they've not woken up with like a fucking... <laughs> Frozen shoulder and shit, yeah. yeah. yeah that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I think I'm at that age. And uh, you're Ralph sitting, mate. I am. I'm looking well forward done. to it, mate. Well done. Thanks very much no, for that. I'm looking forward Are you honestly to looking forward to it? Yeah. Okay. It'd be I've nice got... to have a dog that moves around. <laughs> I mean, I've got a couple of things, obviously, I want to warn you about. Yeah. Um, he's a bit bitey at the moment. Okay. A little bit of a bitey fucker. Okay. He will jump at you and probably just try and bite you. Okay. Apparently, it's my fault right. because I've been playing rough with him. Yeah. And like, so apparently... I thought, but uh, he might do that. He does booby trap poos. Okay. So he'll go into long grass okay. and he'll poo so that like the it just like dribbles down on that. Okay. But not enough in that you can leave it and it's sort of like out visible. Right. So you okay. have to pick it up and as you go down, it all sort of like goes up your wrist and all that. So okay. just so you know. Yeah. I mean, you could probably do me a favour and take him up the old lost dog and emu field. You Funny you should say that, mate, because I found another one the other day. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, found a dog. Went for a dog with a uh, walk with a dog, and I was walking along, and I was like, "That dog's walking itself up the street." <laughs> Don't look right. So I had to tie mine up to the fence, <laughs> go and get this dog, find its little collar thing, Google the number. Thought, "Yep, that's fine." So I've managed to walk it down the road, give it to the people. It was lovely, but then as I walked away and picked George up from the fence, he started like aggressively barking. Did it? Yeah, so. We didn't like being taken back. You're probably taking it back to an abusive household. You'd probably run yeah, away. You'd be in that but field yeah. for like two years. I'd come back. I was like, Steve's going to fucking love this. Another dog. <laughs> well, I mean, but like I, I might lose one, mate. Who well, knows? Yeah, Ralph, if you need a little bit of shit, maybe you could do that. And you yeah. wouldn't find out at all, would she? No. No one's going to okay. listen anyway. Dog? What dog? No, you never dropped <laughs> There we go then, mate. Yeah, no, That's look, it. I'm looking forward to having him, mate. Okay. Good luck to you. Yeah, right. Thanks. Got any thanks this week? Yes, mate. I have got thanks to Talk Nerdy to Me, to Chris Watt, Lewis Rame, WTM, Podcast HQ, Spoiler Piece Theatre, 
Balls of Crow, Bright Stuff Reviews, Ronnie Castle, What Should We Watch, Tim Nerdrevert, Mike Mike and Oscar, and the podcast that wouldn't die. Excellent. Thank you very much to everyone for those retweets. So I've got special thanks this week to people who've gone the extra mile on Twitter. So I've got Jill Cassie, Vietcher Strikes Back, Jamie Russell, Cinema Recall, Glenn, Sean Pan and Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Jamie Irwin, LJ Human, The Legend That's Ryan, Movie Journey Podcast, Ben and Paul from Film Busters. Still going, old Paul. Yeah. Apple Park Films, Ian Mack entire and the recasted podcast special special thanks to adam from apple park films yeah. or who is apple park films from last week he, he reminded me of someone and it tweaked i tweaked it yesterday right. he sounds like rufus hound right does he yeah i think okay. do you know you just think that voice is very familiar right rufus hound okay lovely guy though yeah i've had a lot of good feedback from that people are loving finding out what's going on behind the scenes yeah and actually prompting me for questions to ask people. I'm safe in the knowledge that our uh, 16, £17 for the watch party is going to be well spent yeah. after speaking Absolutely. to him. So, yeah. so thank you very much, Adam, for coming yeah. on. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Yeah, thank you. Promo time. Hello, potential listeners. My name is The Vern, and I'm the host of the Cinema Recall Podcast. On most shows, myself, along with some great guests, we will talk about a movie and then some of the most iconic moments that happened in said movie. On top of that, you'll get bonus shows where I will give you short reviews about new and classic movies, or I'll just rant and rave about something going on in the entertainment industry. So come check us out. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, most other places. Don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at cinema underscore recall. And then on Facebook, Instagram, we are Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, don't forget to email us your ad spots to play on future episodes. That email is cinemarecall at gmail.com. Hope to see you around, and thank you very much for listening. Here we go. It's the lovely Vern mm. from Cinema Recall. He still plays our ads. He does. Yeah. I mean, bless him. I know, it's really nice of him. <laughs> He's really <laughs> nice of him. But we do need to do a new one. We do. I keep promising. I keep getting all sorts of messages. You've probably not seen them in there, but it's like, lads, can we have your promo? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. I promise we'll get one done. <laughs> and I really mean it. Do you? But weeks go by. Okay. Can't what? you just send them uh, your uh, singing? The old, uh, I mean, it's a little bit funny. I'm trying to come up with a clever idea for us. It's not going well. No? New. No. Okay. I mean, it never normally does. I hit the heights with Jamie Irwin's one, you <laughs> see. <laughs> just replace that with, like, Movie Drone. His yeah. name. Um, so, uh, yeah, please listen to Cinema Recall. Silver Bullet is the latest. Uh, never heard of it. it. It's Stephen King. Right. I don't think I've watched it, and if I did, I watched it many, many moon ago. Okay. So I'm going to listen to Cinema Recall and watch the film. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Please do, everybody. Go on, then. Welcome to the Mark Reads Some Film Lines in Some Similar Voices, and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. Hashtag, what's that film? There we go. So see, I mean, you can do it when you put your mind to it. So, uh, it's not that time. <laughs> I, I, just, I just want to hum along to it. It's great. There you yeah. Okay. So, this is What's That Film? Yeah. This is a quiz. Yeah. And who got what? And what was it? It's Top Gun, mate, wasn't it? Obviously. Yeah, you say obviously. I got mean, one five, mate. Got a five. Did you? Yeah. Right. Paul at work. Really? Got a five on it. I mean, does Paul watch a lot of those films like that? He loves a bit of Does he of like that, the volleyball yeah. and all that? Yeah, he would love that. He'd love that. He would love that. Okay. But Glenn only got a four. 
Okay. I think some of this is peer pressure, mate, if I'm honest with you. I reckon he smashed out for five. He knows that film. Right. But he's don't want you bullying him. <laughs> You're a bully. <laughs> but Jill got a four. She did. Emma got a four. But right. as a group of you, it's crap. Yeah, good, good. Um, LJ Human, right? I think he engineered a four. Right. Because he says he was scared that he would get an EP. <laughs> so I've been thinking about whether you lower the threshold just to include him. Uh, I've listened, mate. I can get his address. Yeah. I'll send him. I'll definitely. I'll even get the, the album cover. I hand deliver it like the postcode lottery people. <laughs> I just rock up on his doorstep. Well, just send it like like a bag of dog poo. <laughs> yeah, just like so I could sign it, deliver it, yeah. take a film crew with us. Brilliant movie drone tour. We can't deliver <laughs> I could dress up a Santa. We did for Christmas. We would have got ring doorbells now. Oh, Do not yeah. think they're letting us no. in. No chance. You ready then, mate? What you got? Come on. All right, five points. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funny every single time I see it. <laughs> a little bit gruff water boy, that one. It never uh, meant to me. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's annoying because is it a good impression? Mm, yeah. Okay, it's fifty-fifty yeah, that right, one. Okay, I'll throw me off a bit. I'm gonna have to say no, mate. No, no. Four points, then, mate. Yeah. What's it feel? I'm the ghost with the most, babe. Is it? Uh... New. Oh. New. Okay. See where you're going with it, though, but no. <laughs> embarrassingly not. Three points then, mate. What's that feel? Go ahead. Damn it. Make my millennium. <laughs> you got go it. Do it again. Go on. Do you want to go for four before I do it? No, it's not you know, fair. No, if you know it, mate, go for it. Okay. It's... Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> so for three points to anyone okay. else, right? What's that feel? Go ahead. Make my millennium. I'd say a long time since I watched this, but hey, two points. Shows. What's that film? It's showtime. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit gruff on it. And yeah. um, for one point, what's that film? Dale. Dale. Don't know the rest of the words. Put that on the EP. Yeah. <laughs> Do that and put that on the EP. That'd be great. Oh no, maybe not. Right, so um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, about three and a half for me. Three and a half, really. yeah. I'll let you have three and, three and a half. I mean, I'm yeah. taking four, but it's about a three and a half, yeah. isn't it? That's what um, LJ's going to do it's, if it's, we're going to set it at four. <laughs> it's about three and a half. Easy one that week. Yeah, you're going to get loads. You reckon loads of big and yeah. Again, okay. it's not a film that I watch that often, oh, yeah. so you're going to get a lot of fives, I reckon. Okay, all right. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, please let us know. Uh, what you think the answer is. I'm pretty sure you get it right this week. And how many you think you got via yeah. DM. Thanks very much for that, Mark. No, welcome. Okay, mate, this is... Mark's Mail Sack. So I think we were inundated. Mm. We had to ask you which one of the millennium yep. questions we had. Yeah. Um, hopefully give me the right one. Yep. But we still, obviously, we sort of want to try and get one in got every another time one, one in goes today. Do we? another one in today. Do just by someone wandering in my office and going... Yeah. Right. So I've written it down. Okay. But I'll take them all. I'm right. getting a nice list of them. Okay. Yeah, we want one in, one out, really, yeah, don't we? Yeah. yeah. So where can people send us questions? They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. And please send your answers as well. It's always better if we get answers as well, isn't it? I would have liked yeah. some answers for this one, but hopefully we'll get some next week. Yeah. But does anyone know the question? Well, they will do. Oh, right, but you was hoping for some answers. Well, I was hoping uh, the person who wrote it right, would okay. have sent some answers. I think they would Gosh, have been great, sure. but hopefully we'll get some filled in. Okie dokie, let's move on then. Yeah. So this is the next section. This is the section that we love to call Question, question time. time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. 
Christian time. Christian time, Christian time. Time for the question, Christian time. And there we go. So we have had a question in. Mm. Uh, I think it was the second one in out of the blocks, wasn't it? And we've been waiting for this one yeah. for a few episodes. Yeah. Who's it from it's and what's good it about? Un. It's a good one, mate. From Adam to a penny. Great. Yeah. Oh, Dream Warriors. Dream episode. Warriors, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keeps popping up on the old Twitter, doesn't I it? Know. A lot of people doing people it and talking it. about it. Yeah, I'm surprised. Sean's working for them all. Never seen them. He's yeah, he said it's his the second favourite. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like it, did I? No. You're a fool. Fool, I tell you. But Adam says, you are making a new kids movie and you have some talking animals to give voices to. Who do you pick? And we got the choice, or we got the characters to choose. Sassy Cat, Squeamish Rabbit, Overconfident mole, not sure how they're still alive. Dodo and a chameleon called Keith. I Genius, mean, yeah. mate. <laughs> I mean, this has got so many things going against it for me. Um, not a great fan of kids' TV and films, and I've not got a great imagination, so it's not really Such that good a great for me. question. I, I was excited when this come through. Yeah, I loved it. I struggled. Who you got for Sassy Cat, then, mate? I have got based on their character from The Fifth Element, Ruby Rod. Chris Tucker. Oh, okay. That's oh, a good one. Thanks. That's a good one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It is. Right. I went for Emma Stone. Right. I just think she could pull off, I'm going off the back of her sort of Cruellery character. Right. I think she could pull off that. Okay. Mm. I mean, I won that one. Yeah. I've got to be honest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we can make up the best five out of our two. Sounds good. Brilliant. I'll let you have Chris Tucker. Okay. Right. Squeamish Rabbit then, mate. Yep. Who you got? Zooey Deschanel. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Now, I looked up this fella. I didn't know his name. Right. I've seen him in a lot of films. But do you know who Christopher Mince Plass is? I've heard the name, but... He's McLovin from Superbad. <laughs> okay. I just I love him when he gets all sort of high-pitched and stuff. Okay. I thought it would work really you well. You can actually win that one. That's yeah, a good can one. I have yeah. that one? Yeah, I like that oh, one. Thank like you, mate. One. Overly confident mole then, mate. Okay. I have got, based on their character from Dread, Carl Urban. Okay. Right. Interesting, interesting. I've got Russell Brand. Have you? Yeah. A lot of big words and stuff. Confident. Mm, I don't know. Just mm, call that a draw. To call it a draw? draw. I okay. don't think I can decide. No? Uh, I don't think I definitely want to like, reach out and grab you on for an overconfident person. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's move on. Okay, so how about, mate, not sure how they're still alive, Dodo? I have got, based on their character, Brick from Anchorman, Steve Carell. Okay, okay. Right. I've got from their real-life character, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's difficult to understand what he's saying. Is that I'm not my sure. point, mate? I'm not sure he's great to have on the kids' red carpet when they turn uh, up. Uh, Here's your dodo as fucking he comes down. Like that. Uh, well, fucking. I'm not sure how he's still alive, mate. That's where <laughs> yeah, I've gone go on. for it. Take it. Yeah. Take it. You can win that one. Yeah. Right. Chameleon right. called Keith then, mate. Who you got? Okay, I have this as like a chilled out character. So I've chosen based on their character Moondog from Beach Bum, the film, uh, Matthew Mahonahy. Okay. Yeah, I can get that. Now, I've cheated. Right. I've cheated, but this is how I've justified it, right? right? Biology. I've justified it with biology and twisting it a little bit. Couldn't decide between two people. Right. So a chameleon can change colours, so my chameleon can change voices. <laughs> yeah, it can. Right. Yeah. So I've got Javier Bardem. Right. Do you know, like he's real evil sort of thing. And Frances McDormand. So I want to know if she can make everything good. 
I mean, there's two people. Yep. I mean, that clearly makes no sense whatsoever. Well, if it can change colours, it can change voices. <laughs> it makes no sense. So you could have like an evil chameleon and a nice chameleon. Right. Well, rather Depending than what colour he is. If he's dark, he's the evil voice. But if he gets oh. light and he's light green, he can okay. be the nice one. I mean, listen. I mean, you, can you have it, mate. No, no, you have it. No, That's honestly, two and a half each. Have it. Make up your own rules. No, have it. No, no problem. Two and a half each, mate. Oh, I've got a problem with that. No, I'm happy with two and a half each. Call it a draw. Okay. Yeah. Don't make right. any arguments. Adam, are you going to send yours in? Better do. Yeah, you should do. I yeah. think a lot of people should. I'll put a Twitter thread out. Yeah. Um, with all of the names on it. Okay. Once we've run it, and right. then people can. Copy it, put in little blue lines, drag the little things out, paste it on. There we go. Fill it in. Good bit of fun for everyone. Yeah. Brilliant. Just okay. in case no one knew how an iPhone worked. <laughs> they don't, do they? No. <laughs> so that's the thing. Um, okay, brilliant. Thank you very much, Adam. Mm. Please play along with that one. Send us your uh, answers to the characters. Yeah. Okay then, mate. Yeah. Moving on. Yes. We saw a film. We did, mate. We saw a film. It's currently 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18, one hour, 51 minutes, billed as a horror mystery crime. With a synopsis of Madison is paralysed by shocking visions of grisly murders. And her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities. I've got a 25 to 40 million dollar budget so far grossing 25 million. This is directed by James Wan, starring Annabelle Wallace, Maddie Hassan, George Young, Jacqueline McKenzie and Nicole Brianna White. And this was 2021's Malignant. Yep. The body of Dr. Florence Weaver was found brutally murdered in her home this morning. Did you know her? No, but I saw her die. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing murders. As they're happening. Hello? He says his name is Gabriel. I think he's someone from my past. Whatever happened to you before you joined our family hurt you in a way that I can't even imagine. Stop saying that. Maddie, who are you talking to? Gabriel. Is he your imaginary friend? Imaginary friend? He's the devil. There we go. So this is a member of a cluster of films that has come out recently, horror yeah. films. It sort of came out a little bit out of nowhere, I think, didn't it? A little bit early. Yeah, yeah. Normally, yeah. like, you hit October, they all start. Yeah. They've all started seeping out in September. <laughs> seeping. Great word. Uh, James Wan's got quite a track record on the old horror, though, hasn't yeah, he? For yeah. your sort of yes. for your sort of horror. Yeah. So um, One I was excited about, mate. Yeah, was it? It's a conjuring, a city insidious. He's also done Fu- uh, Fast and Furious 7, Aquaman and that stuff. That Always forgive mean. him some stuff, can't <laughs> um, It's got a higher rating than Sensor on yeah. IMDb at the moment. So I am definitely interested, mate. What did you think of 2021's Malignant? I thought it started, mate, as a pretty average, below average horror film and then progressed into a really good old school vintage horror right. for me. Uh, I think it could have been really forgettable really easily, but I'm glad I stayed with it. And when I cover all the positives, remember that those positives are coming from the last 25 minutes. Right. In a okay. little while. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I've got to be honest, I didn't really like the characters. Mm-hmm. And I would say that probably most of the way through it, not just the start, 
wasn't really that enamoured with the lead character, yeah. the actual uh, portrayal. I thought that it was a bit weird. Obviously, um, they were like a, like a, I know it's a horrible word, but like a trailer trash. It's called, isn't yeah. it? Like living in that house, and it didn't quite fit for me at the start. Yeah. Wasn't quite sure about it, and I'm not quite sure that watching it, if you don't know anything about it, nope. you are prepared for what ends up happening. Nope, not at, at all. all. No. I, I wasn't. But luckily for me, I loved it. It's confused the misses, um, and I think there's a lot of people that are not going to get it or particularly like it on the first watch. Right. And I think she's a prime example. She came out confused, right. as it weren't what she expected. Right. Um, but okay. she has said to me since she wants to watch it again, and she thinks she will enjoy it more. I mean, the opening scene oh, certainly oh, got oh. enough. Well, did you? I, oh, it, did, it was a bit B movie. You're right, but there's not really that many well-known actors. I didn't really no. recognise many of them in it anyway. No. So, but um, the, yeah, I mean, it was a bit B movie. The worst acting I've ever seen, and yeah. I've seen some B movies. Yeah, but um, I liked the action sort of on it, and the way that it sort of was full on from the yeah. start. And I did like the opening credits. Yeah, thought the opening credits were great. Yeah. They reminded me of um, horror films that have gone before. Yeah, certainly, obviously, with all the sort of cutting scenes and stuff like that, yeah. which you get you get like three or four minutes into the film, and yeah, you? not like the the true opening ones. But yeah, going back to Madison, I didn't like her as a character from the start. No, no, I get it, mate. I she annoyed me mainly through the whole film because her face looked familiar. Right, do you know when you're sitting there going, <laughs> "I fucking know you," I cannot think where I know you from. Oh, you're right, and then. I remembered it was the wife from Green Street. So I'm D-Beater, not her, mate. Right. <laughs> but that's <laughs> who I was convinced. I was like, your your face looks so familiar. Apparently she's been in, um, I can't remember what one it was, now Annabelle or something. Right. But I was convinced it was her. And then when I did my dates back, I was like, well, it can't be because she looks a bit young. But yeah, right. not her, but she just looks really like her. I just didn't find her as someone that I was, I was supposed to feel sorry for her. Yeah. And I just couldn't. Okay. I just couldn't feel sorry for her for some reason. Yeah. Just did not like her at all. So was, I suppose that reflects in what's happened to her up to now, isn't it? She's not really a warm, lovable. Yeah. She's had a lot of trauma. Don't get me wrong. You don't need to like her. Yeah. In order to enjoy the film. Yeah. It's not a necessity. Yeah. Because of the way that it sort of goes later on. Now, yeah. bearing in mind that there obviously are spoilers in this mm-hmm. that could very well ruin the enjoyment of the first watch of the I, film. I think it might make some people's enjoyment. Okay. I think if, if, they're, you, if they're not <laughs> expecting it, I suppose. Yeah, if, if you open your eyes to what's coming yeah. and just think, right, this is going to go batshit yeah. because it goes from very, very average. And weirdly, after watching the final 25 minutes, I enjoyed the rest of the film more. I can't remember what film it was you gave me for homework once, but I remember thinking, oh, um, it totally away from this but I think it was what the zombie one um, Day of the Dead or whatever it is I mean I forget what zombie one I gave you yeah oh, was, uh, One Cut of the Dead One Cut of the Dead yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and I hated the first part of the movie but when I've watched the second part of the movie then yeah, I yeah, suddenly yeah. loved the first part and to me doing that I realised what an ode to horror the opening scene was in that I hated it when I watched it but now I think he was trying to give it that proper B movie shit yeah it feel. had like a um he had like a mad scientist sort of, yeah. like a reanimator or a basket yeah. case. Sort and lots of. of running from the camera and the camera coming and them sort of going underneath the shot. Well, that's interesting because the next thing that I've got is the interesting camera shots. Yeah. Um, there was some like, even the way when, just throwaway shots that were done so well. So when someone, she thought she had someone at the door 
and it would like zoom up on the uh, the little eye hole, yeah, and then sort of like go into it, yeah, totally pointless because there was no one there, yeah, and it was like it must have cost time to do, yeah. But very interesting. My favourite one was when they were running through the house. Yeah. And they were filming it all from oh, the top down level. Like it? a computer game. However, I don't think they made the best of it because she was sort of running around there on her own. Yeah. Whereas I thought that as a chase scene, that would have been, awesome. been much more utilised. Yeah. Right, brilliant, because you would have been able to see as they're catching up and stuff. Yeah. Even when they're not in the same corridor, you'd have been able to see them. And Almost I thought like it was panic a, room, I suppose. Yeah, and I thought it was a bit a bit lost, but I really enjoyed that. And some of the sweeping shots from room to room. I was trying really, to work really out good. how they was doing that scene, because in my head, obviously, I've got a knowledge of uh, working drawings and stuff like mm. that, like ground floor. And when I'm looking at them, I'm trying to work out how it flows. So as I was going up, and I was thinking, that is such a clever set. Um, and like you say, the camera shot that they got from it, Possibly a bit wasted, mm. but it was fucking good. I still thought it was good, and I still mm. thought it was very noticeable. I just was longing for afterwards. I just thought, yeah. Do you know what? I was longing for that to be a chase scene rather yeah. than Earth running away from something that you couldn't see, just because you could see how close it was. Getting good in the Halloween Kills or something like that, wouldn't yeah, it? A yeah. scene like that, so you could actually see Jason or yeah. people like that coming. It just—I mean—it just seems like it spent money and time, but they didn't. Fully utilise it. When I said Jason, I meant Michael. <laughs> Just <laughs> you say tomato, I yeah, say tomato, yeah. and all that. Yeah, score. Yeah, score was weird. Yeah. I couldn't place the fact that I knew this type of score from something, mm-hmm. um, and I still can't. Okay. Um, the style of score, it, it was. Oh, I don't know. It, it didn't seem to match, but it seemed to work. Didn't seem to match what the film was about. Yeah, but it did seem to work. And I just can't match where I've heard that sort of score before. I don't, and I what genre of horror I've heard it before. Yeah. I, I actually commented to the missus that it just didn't seem to work for me. Right, okay. And then it become very non-noticeable. Right. So I first had an issue with it. Um, and then I was like, actually, I didn't notice that again. So again, I think it was the beginning and around the house. Right. That I have an issue with. But I think he's done all this really cleverly. To sort of throw you off and to make you feel uneasy and to show these gaps, I think it's all calculated. Right. I think he's clever enough to do that. Yeah. Oh, he's certainly a good... I mean, it doesn't make films that I really love. I mean, even like the Aquaman, I didn't particularly like it. And I know that you're more fond of the Conjuring ones. Yeah. And Saw, he did, which obviously... Is I thought this had that. aspects of Saw in it, especially right. like the police chase underground. Right. And certain points like that, I thought it had an eerie feeling on like some of them underground tunnel chases and bits like that. Is that true about Seattle? Yes. Is it? Yes. Blew my mind. (laughs) Apparently that's an actual tourist attraction. Is it? Yeah. 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 I mean, we've got a lot sort of in London underground, haven't we? Like old underground stations and all that, but not like a whole fucking city. I really want to go and have a look at that. Me too. Looked a bit creepy. Obviously, you wouldn't want to get stuck down there. I imagine there is quite a few. I mean, you would probably imagine the ghosts, but... We know there's no such thing. Exactly. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, like I say, it looked really good. Podcast down there might be amazing, mate. Yeah, Business yeah. trip, basically. <laughs> You're saying? Tax deductible, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as the story progresses, yeah. I got a little bit, and we're going back to me being a little bit thick, a yeah. little bit ill, yeah. not really getting with it at the moment. It did tie me in knots a little bit. Okay. So I started to, I, I thought that the idea of her freezing Mm-hmm. And the obviously the CGI coming, we'll talk about that in a minute. I thought that idea 
was really good. Yeah. I did really like that, the fact that she was frozen and she was actually in, ended up in sort of bed with the next victim or whatever, and she watched the murders. However, as it went on, and we learn a bit more about Gabriel, mm-hmm. um, again, that we get to in a minute, I did lose my way a little bit okay. as to how it could work and how phone calls were happening and stuff like that. Yeah. And I do think it's me. Yeah. I do. But I wouldn't be surprised if other people got a little bit confused as well. I'll be honest, I did. Right, right. Um, okay. But you know Tenet. Uh, I mean, yeah. fuck me. How, yeah. how, how's this stumped you? You're such a prick. <laughs> but there, there's certain points where I want to go back and look and work the clues out. Right. I need to see it again. Um, I think I was... You know, like a magician with slight of hand. I think right. there's a lot of stuff happening in this under your very yeah. eyes. yeah. But because everything's moving and you're trying to work it out, you're actually missing it. And I think on a second watch, knowing what's happening, knowing who Gabriel is, I think it will unearth a lot of bits. Yeah. I, I just started questioning myself as one scene where she's been interviewed by somebody and um, and they, they take a phone call from Gabriel. Mm-hmm. But then later on in the film, we're led to believe that Gabriel takes over her body. Yeah. And I couldn't quite work out. Yeah. I, I lost track of how could he phone her if... I think there might be a few holes in there somewhere. Yeah, okay. okay. Maybe that's good then. Good to know. I was like, I was like ready to give it all in because I was being fucking thick as shit. I like the fact that Gabriel went after all the doctors and things. Yeah. All that added. The murders. Yeah. Pretty graphic. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Again, I was happy that this was an 18. Mm. It's an 18, is it? Yeah. I think this could have been one of them when they was like, made it for a slightly sort of cleaner audience and thinking, right, okay, we'll get a 15, we'll get more people in. But to go for it on an 18, I thought there was some pretty brutal deaths in it. I I don't know if you've researched about it being made. This has the feel for me of a film that he's had written for a long time and he's been delayed in making um, Aquaman 2 and stuff because of the pandemic problems Mm -hmm. and stuff. I know a lot of the big films were put on hold and it just seems like he's gone, you know what, I've got a bit of time, I can make this. Yeah. And, and and he's done it. That's what it has. It seems like a passion project yeah. to me. To me, it just feels like an ode to horror. Right. I think there's a lot of subtle bits and pieces in there that he's put in. And it's almost like a little love letter to the genre he likes. It's how I'm taking it. I could be going a bit too deep. But I just think there's so many little nods as it goes along. Yeah. Um, and especially, I mean, you mentioned the CGI. I just love the fusion between the CGI and the sort of physical effects. Yeah, I mean, the, the CGI I thought was quite good. I did like mm. the transformations yeah. um, and I liked uh, Gabriel when he was CGI. When he was um, physical effects, there were certain, some bits I liked and some bits I didn't. I loved, I did like the skull. Yeah. Certain other bits like the arms and stuff, when they, yeah. were, they seemed to be like a animatronic, is it yeah. called? Um, bits like that didn't look as good. I thought mm. that was deliberate. Uh, did you? I, okay. I think the I way... Was say, a few extra quid might have made it a little bit more smooth. I don't that think they went low on budget, but I, I just part of me thinks it's deliberate. Like when I watched the first scene, I thought it was shit, and they was doing these camera angles where people were disappearing under the lens and holding their hands out and screaming. I think that is an ode to the old school like B-movie horrors, and I think stuff like, like the physical effects... Yeah, but the physical effects being a bit ropey is almost like a little nod to some of the lower budget films that right. have made horror and have made him being able to do this genre. Yeah. So what, that's why I get the feeling it's more of an ode and I'm going to use brand new shit that I can use and I can do, but I'm also going to go back and give you a nod for what you've done in the past. I liked it towards the end um, when Gabriel was moving, yeah. running around. I thought that actually looked quite yeah. good. 
yeah, yeah. That All was like the good. reverse joints and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was quite good. That I personally thought that the comedic turns in this didn't quite work for me. Okay, you had the comedic uh, policewoman. Yeah, um, I thought the third, the opening scene we see her. Yeah, where she had the lollipop in the morgue, and it was all a bit sort of like jovial, if you know what I mean. So I thought some of those didn't really go, but we had some good shocks. Uh, the woman falling through the roof. Yeah, us finding out where where she actually was. Yeah, when we thought she was somewhere else, that was a good shock. I yeah. like that. And like I say, as he ramped the gore up over and above what he normally does in a film, I wasn't expecting it, and I enjoyed that as well. So, and I felt it needed it. I felt it needed to be OTT in yeah. most ways, and I think that they. I agreed with most of it, apart from the comedic element. Okay, I get it. Quick question for you. Does that bug keep flying into my hair, or have I got lice? It's like it's the flies that come round with oh, you right, all the time. Okay. Did you not know? No, when, something's when tapping Ian, on the top of my When head. Ian McIntyre was here, I think you had like about six yeah. going round you. Yeah. But, uh, there we are. Okay. But anyway, I did find it very entertaining, mate. I thought all them little twists and turns were good. I agree with you about the woman she grated on me. I didn't find this at all scary. I didn't think there was any scares to it. I mean, we've not really explained what Gabriel is, no. and I don't think we need to. No. However, um, this sort of thing has happened in real life, yeah. not to, to this yeah. extent. Yeah. It's been found, um, and there's been other films about it as well. Yeah. So it's not a completely new idea. No. It's just like the most over-the-top one that I've watched. Yeah, I didn't see it coming, though. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't see I think when the reveal did come... And then the film started going a bit batty. Mm. I did think, oh, I really like that. The right. missus looked at me and went, what the... Yeah, um, yeah. But I was like, oh, this is good now. This is good. And that was the turning point for me. Right, okay. I'd, up well, to that point, I was like, this is all right. I mean, I, I when they sort of tried to explain, with a lot of the exposition to explain what actually was happening with regards to Gabrielle and Madison, um, I did start to question some of the scenes that I'd seen before. So it was a little bit detrimental when I sort of found out, and I think I was worried that I had missed the point on most of it. Okay. Um, however, I don't think I have, really. No. I think I've probably just noticed some plot holes that we yep. believe there. Yeah. So uh, overall, not as bad as I thought it was. No, no, I, th I don't think so. I mean, it did remind me of something we discussed with Adam last week as well. Right. Um, I don't know if you remember, he was talking about a film he would like to make um, and he was saying, actually, domestic violence is scary. Mm. And for me, one of the biggest scenes in this was the point where she was cowering and he seemed an all right guy. And then he turned out, I mean, he released Gabriel in the end, yeah. but just the way that he attacked her. And I was like, actually, that was one of the more powerful scenes mm. in the film. Yeah. Um, so I think he's on a pretty fair nod there when he talks about that. Oh, yeah, definitely. One thing I did notice... Was yeah. it the most stereotypical police holding cell that you've ever seen in your yes. life? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it couldn't have. <laughs> it, well, no, actually, it's not because I watched Cop Shop this week. So right. No, okay. Probably not. All right. Yeah. Um, I thought it should be 90 minutes. Okay. I've got to be honest. Yeah. This one would have been perfect for me at 90 minutes. I thought there was certainly some uh, some scenes that could get cut out. Yeah. Um, some elongated scenes. Uh, yeah. I would certain. have liked the reveal a bit earlier. Yeah, if it, I'm honest, I wanted, I wanted it to happen sooner. 
Yeah, I mean, the last, um, whatever, once he started killing cops and shit yeah. like that, and just went fucking crazy, and there was a yeah. big body count, wasn't there? Yeah. Massive. Um, lots of gore and that. I didn't mind all the other characters. The police were okay. Uh, the, the main policeman was all right. Yeah, he, he was The sister was all right. Stereotypical, wasn't he? No, they were just... I didn't know them. No. don't know what they've done. No. I wouldn't go looking for their work no. um, to, to watch what they've no. done before. But however, in this sort of context of film, it was all right. Yeah, yeah. I just think there was just lots of lots of tropey bits in there, but I think they worked really well. Like I think like the cop who went running for underground and then carried on going for all these creepy, shitty places rather than sort of just going yeah they've got away yeah there was a lot of scenes that, that just did go a bit too long I yeah. thought and could have got cut out I, I just perfect for me 90 minute job in and out a little yeah. bit disappointed it was like one hour 50 minutes or yeah. whatever Cle- clever idea though yeah yeah I mean everything just ramps up at the end the end is just like so I mean it's just breathless isn't it so yeah. so much CGI yeah so much gore you sort of forget about most of what you've seen prior to that last 20, 25 yeah. minutes until it's finished. I think that's the clever bit. Mm. And I think I was close to going, yeah. Which is why I'm gutted that it was yeah. 90 minutes yeah. and I didn't have to sit through an hour and 25 minutes. I could have just sat through an hour. But I'm wondering on a rewatch whether the time you've sent f- sort of sat through will become more relevant right. as you know. Which is what I'm interested in. Right, okay. Not a regular rewatch, though. Maybe if it comes up no. on Sky, I'd probably have yeah. it on. I mean, Sensor, obviously, I've been back and seen a few times. This one, I'm not planning on. I mean, I can't go out at the moment. I'm house house sitting. Um, <laughs> house sitting. Well, you know, I'm looking after the missus. Housebound. Housebound, yeah. yeah. But I'd like to go back and see it. But as soon as it's available, I will watch it again because I want to know. I think I'm going to get the same feeling I do with Sensor where I understand it a bit more. Right. So it could go off on the second one. Okay. There we go. Mm. You got? Are we going to score this now? Are we yeah. done, are we? Final ramblings, mate. Okay. I've just got, I wanted the rest of the film to have the impact of the final 25 minutes and don't think it will go down as a classic. But I had a lot of fun with it. Great way to start off. Sort of, we had a double header at the cinema before we did this. Um, I thought it was going to be two films in the dark. Full belly. Dangerous. But... I stayed with it, kept awake, and the jolt that it gave me when it went batshit was worth it. And I've got 76. Have you? Yeah. Well, still quite high. Do you honestly think that you would want to keep up the intensity of the last 25 minutes for an hour and 50 minutes? Not for the whole film, but the impact, not necessarily the intensity, but just that impact. I just thought it it saved a lot, and I wanted that spread. I just think that it's, it's, it's a film that knows its limits. Yeah. And I don't think it could stretch that. Well, perhaps you're right there, mate. Perhaps if I hacked 25 minutes off of it, yeah. it might work better. Yeah, slightly. Mm. Okay. I mean, I've got uh, schlock, just what I needed at the time. Mm. Um, I've got 66. Okay. It's not a bad score no, for me. it's not a bad score um, it, it, It's sort of in between the horrors, really, for me. Yeah. It's a bit too sort of supernaturally, if you know what I mean, but it had enough gore and all that that I yeah. quite liked it. Cool. Bits of light, bits I didn't, you know. Cool for you, good. mate. Yeah. Cool for you. Well, we've got obviously my sort of horror coming up soon, don't yeah. we, with Halloween Kills. I'm yeah. hoping that that is, uh, that is exactly what I'm after. Okay. There we go. Right. You watched anything else then, mate? Quite a few, mate, quite right. a few. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Right. Forgot okay. how funny that was. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't seen it for a long time and I loved it. Me eight, a Kunis as well. Yeah, 83 on that. It was so much fun. Watch Black Widow again. All right. I think it's exactly the same as where I had it. I can't remember where I had it. It hasn't got any better, it hasn't got any worse. It's very watchable. 
Cop Shop. Yeah. Oh, anyone watch it? It was it was good. Was it, it was good. I've got sixty nine on it. Right. Um, I wanted it started really good. Then it had a dead twenty minutes. Right. Then it kicked off again. One of the best characters ever on film. I think he was so funny. Right. Um, but it was definitely worth a watch. I watched the Wicked Wicked Wild Wild West. Wicked, wicked, wild, wild west. So wild, wild west. Yeah, okay. yeah, sixty-five. I like that. A lot of people hate there it. You. I think it's fun. Okay. Green Mile, mate, eighty. Right. Green Mile, mate, ninety. Need to learn to read my numbers. <laughs> um, Gunpowder Milkshake. Okay. Thirty-six. Didn't like that. No. Not a fan. Not a fan. Don't buy Karen Gillan or whatever her name no. is. Um, as the thing, I watched Coda. Yeah. Ninety. Loved really? it, mate. Loved it. And then the worst film I've seen for a long time. Had a bit of a meltdown in the week with the little one. She couldn't come down to watch a film because Mrs. was not well. So I said, right, we'll make it extra special. I'll get a pizza in. We'll sit and eat pizza. I'll get you some chocolate ice cream. You can choose the film you want to watch. Anything. I'm not going to tell you what you can watch this week. You can choose it. She chose a new 2021 Cinderella with Camilla Cabello in it. I've heard that's bad. Oh, mate, it's bad. Is it? Oh, it's a musical as well. Is it? Piers Brosnan sings. <laughs> um, it's bad, but, right, Dino's in it. I mean, I don't care. But, right, yeah. okay, so you've got James Corden, because he's oh, going to be, I couldn't watch it. Right, Ramesh Raganathan. Right. Rob Beckett. Right. And James Acaster. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they were the highlight for me. I mean, I imagine that hopefully we're given something to work with. Yeah, little something, not a lot, but right. I, I mean, it got it up to 12. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Brilliant. Bad. I've heard it's bad. She oh, loved it. Did she? Yeah. Oh, she liked it. Yeah, she there loved it. There you go it. then. That's all that matters, eh? I bet you ate all the pizza and the fucking ice cream as well, didn't you? She had seconds on the ice cream. Really? Yeah. Well, there was any left. Yeah. All right. So I watched Cobra. Okay. Sylvester Sloan. Right. 65. Yeah. Do like a bit of that. Okay. Car in that is fucking magnificent. Yeah. I'd really like that. Wouldn't fit on our roads. But no. Gemini Man again. Yeah. Will Smith, yeah. CGI, weird in that, isn't it? Yeah. Weird. 35 right. on that one. Um, I watched Gunpowder Milkshake. Yeah. Got 38. Yeah. I don't really like Karen Gillum. No. Is that her name? I did think it. it. No, I, I don't really like her it. at all. Got to be honest. And uh, I watched Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Okay. 22. Yeah. Fucking end is just appalling, isn't it? It is like just an a evil mastermind, copy, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. At the end, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, dog shit. Yeah, couldn't really. I mean, I like the rooms. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's same exactly the same as the first one, mate. Yeah, great room. Shit I'd like room. to play the game. I'd like to play the rooms without the death. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, other than that, put them in it. Yeah, all right. Well yeah. done, mate. Yeah. Well done. Enjoyed that. Yeah, good. Okay, do you want to move on? Yes. This is the next section. This is the section that we have to call. Homework. There we go. So this is the section where we give each other films that we love and the other one hasn't seen in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did you give me this week, mate? Gave you a film, mate. It's currently 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 12A, two hours, one minute, long builders bog, free drama, history. 
With a synopsis of Paul Roussessa Bagina, a hotel manager, houses over a thousand Tutsi refugees during their struggle against the Hutu militia in Rwanda, Africa. Starring Don Cheadle, Sophie Okanido, Joaquin Phoenix, $17.5 million budget grossing 34, 2004's Hotel Rwanda. You did, mate, you did. Um, interesting, as on the day I watched it, the revelation that Paul Roussessa Bagina has been uh, charged with terrorism offences. Unfortunate timing, mate. It is. It is. Um, But it made me have a look at the real-life details, um, and it claims that he was racketeering cash out of the refugees and all that. So it seems weird that this may not be the person the film portrays, but um, I don't know, wouldn't it? It's weird that allegations come out like this. So anyway, you can only judge the art, can't you? You can only judge the actual film. I've got to be honest, the IMDb score, I think, is high. No. I was expecting something a bit more graphic. Okay. So when you give me something that's about a massacre, basically, yeah. of like a million people, I do expect it to be quite sort of on the edge. I didn't expect what I got. Yeah. For me, the actual setting and the hotel yeah. was all a bit surreal. Okay. It just seemed to be that obviously everyone was there, and I'm not, did, not saying that this is not what happened, but... There was children singing and everyone was around the pool and stuff like that. And going into thinking I was going to get like a really gritty thing about like them having to fight off people coming in and Mm -hmm. fight off the whatever troops or rebels or whatever. And I just didn't get that at all. And I think I was a bit disappointed with it. Didn't really buy Don Cheadle as a Rwandan. Okay. Which I'm a little bit annoyed with because I like Don Cheadle. Yeah. I think he's pretty good. I'm not quite sure whether it was the accent or yeah. or, or just the fact that... No but, many Rwandans to compare him to? <laughs> there was a lot on the fucking film, oh, do you know right. what I mean, who looked Rwandan. <laughs> he just looked out of place, Okay, if you know what I mean, based on the other people, yeah. the actual Rwandans. Oh. I like the way that you can feel the tension building. Yeah. You can certainly feel it building, but when it gets to a plateau, yeah. it just stops. Okay. And I just found that like then it just becomes, as I said, this like surreal view of this almost felt like a fully functioning hotel yeah. still throughout it. And I found it difficult to get invested in their circumstance, apart from a couple of scenes, the machete scene, mm-hmm. which was uh, the film taken by the uh, underused Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I thought that there was a sub story about him going off into the the jungle or whatever and finding more footage that could have happened mm-hmm. that just wasn't. He was yeah. there and I don't know if he was actually big at that time or what, whether he was sort of starting out or yeah. or whether he'd made a lot. So yeah, um and the when they were driving over the body scene, mm-hmm. those are the two scenes that I found quite interesting yeah. and quite shocking. More of them, and I'd have been more invested in it, I think. It seemed a bit out. I don't know how true it is that the um, chief of the hotel chain could ring the French prime minister and get yeah. stuff done. I don't know whether that happened. Yeah. It seemed a bit far-fetched to me. So I, this is why I was worried about whether it was truthful or not when uh-huh. things like that happen. Yep. You tell me whether that's true or not, or maybe something. I don't know. Can. I don't know too much about that one. But it was just getting interested because they just got invaded, hadn't they? It was the first time the troops or the rebels or whatever, whoever it was, the Hutus, yeah. had gone into the hotel and you thought, oh, here we go, they're going to line some people up and they're going to shoot them and that. And then one phone call done and they, they just all go. Yeah. I don't understand all the politics and that around it, but it didn't make a good film. I think that's me. where I've just come off the back of reading the book about the Rwandan genocide. So I think I understood the politics going into it. Right. 
which did give me a head start because I think I may have been a little bit lost at points. Yeah. Nick Nolte. Yeah. Terrible performance. You think? I thought it was horrendous. Okay. Um, it doesn't paint a great picture of the UN. I know that the UN in movies are always portrayed as this like weak because they're just peacekeepers, aren't That's they? That's pretty much what they was, mate. No, I know, I get it. But other than the scene where he, it just seemed to have this funny tone to his performance that I found almost comical in places. The best scene is when he was defending the convoy. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really able to do something then. The rest of the time, it's difficult to say whether he's just playing a UN person and that's what they're like, but really didn't buy the performance, okay. didn't like that at all, unfortunately. And yeah, the overall feel of the movie, I don't think told me the important story of the massacre. Now, I know that it's probably, it's a story about the hotel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, based around uh, the fact that it was set during this massacre, mm-hmm. I wanted a story about the massacre, and I think that's the problem. I don't think I was prepared for a story about a hotel where people were singing round a pool and drinking beer yeah. um, whilst it was going on. Mm-hmm. So I think I slightly missed the point on this first watch. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think I should be bored about watching a film about this subject matter, but unfortunately I was. Okay. Just missed the point. Okay. Missed the point of what the film was about. Fair dues. Um, I think there's a bigger story to tell. I mean, I've got 48. Okay. I think 8.1's high anyway, IMDb. I don't I, think I'd put it up that high. No. Um, and and I really I wanted to like it with, like I say, I like Nick Nolte, I like Don Cheadle, I like films about massacres. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't, any of it wasn't the best the best one, I don't I'll think. I'd probably I'll put this mid to late 70s. I don't think I'd break it into the 80s, but I no. did like it. Okay. Sorry about that, mate. No, that's fine, mate. All right. So I gave you a 2008 film directed by Jean-Francois Richet, starring Vincent Cassel. Um, this part had a 113-minute runtime of a budget of $50 million, taking 46.3 at the box office, 7.5 on IMDb, 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of the story of the notorious French gangster Jacques Marine, with the focus on his life before the early 1970s and the events that led him to being declared public enemy number one in France. I gave you part one of a two-parter, Marine Killer Instinct. You did, mate. Yeah. This film's actually amazed me for right. one thing. Right. The main thing I've taken from this is my missus refuses to watch subtitles films. Really? Hates the subtitles. She's dyslexic. Right. So okay. she struggles to keep Makes up. Sense. Um Just sort of trying to read and keep up and keep on with the story. But she was gripped, mate. Really? She was gripped. This is the first subtitle film I've ever seen her enjoy. Maybe um, she liked Bracco. And she was actually badgering me. Leave Bracco out of this. But she was badgering me to watch the second part. Really? Yeah, she was like, we put our second one on. Um, but Vincent Cassell, mate, pretty special, isn't it? Yeah, yeah really, great performance. Really good master cl- Masterclass, yeah. I'm going to say. He was great. Yeah. He was really good. Um, thought the cut, all the cast were really good, actually. Um, I love a bit of Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> <laughs> um, his part was really good. His death shocked me. Oh. I was like, oh, my God, he's dead. But he was good. And I like saying his name. Oh, there we are. Um, I think this is a good, solid gangster flick, mate, but with some really clever dialogue in it. But he was ultimately a blundering bank robber, wasn't he? Yeah. He's not a proper gangster gangster, no. but he... I they, mean, he's lived a life. He's well, he lived did, a hell he of did. a life, yeah. yeah he did um, live a life. I mean, and he, he took a lot of bullets. 
but he's good at escaping shit. So, yeah, know. you know, 50-50. Could you imagine, like, living like that where you just, like, where you don't give a shit? You know what Amazing. I mean? Like, I'm going to try and escape from prison. I could very well die, but I could very well get out. But yeah. I'm not going to be in here. Do you know what I mean? Imagine if everybody was it like that. It sounds like me and Paul work, would be if like in the prisons. Occasionally me and Paul work. It might be a Tuesday afternoon or these things. One I say the other one, I go, I couldn't give less of a fuck, mate. And both of us, one of us is just going the rebellion. Um, so it's just like, it's, it's nice. I mean, you're, you're actually describing yourself yes. as, as Marine. Yes. Are you? Okay. That's pretty right. much what Brilliant. I'm saying. And in the same vein, he was a real charismatic character. Yeah. I really, really liked him. Um, and I think gangster flicks can be a really bit samey. Oh, we've all had the Italian-American ones. They've been done. Difficult to do something different. But actually watching a French gangster, he's brutal. Like he had no empathy whatsoever. He was just brilliant. Um, I really liked the actual character. Not that I'm saying all his stuff he did was great. <laughs> I'm not trying to make him a hero. <laughs> But I, I thought the best thing about the film, mate, was how it could say so much without saying it. Yeah. I genuinely think you could watch this without subtitles and understand what's going on. Right. And I think that's powerful filmmaking. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really good. Um, and I think that's maybe why the missus watched it, uh, liked it so much, is that she didn't have to keep reading the subtitles and making sure she knows what's going on because it told the story really, really well and didn't feel like an effort. I thought we had a lot of action but it did get a bit repetitive at points mm-hmm. um, where I thought, oh, we're doing this again, we're doing this well, again. We did escape four times. In yeah, the episode. but you can't blame the filmmakers for having to make the story that happened. But I was just like, oh, okay, all right. But I don't want to say too much more because like the films, mate, my review comes in two parts. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I've given this one 83. Have you? Yeah. Okay, good. I know that uh, Luke on uh, Twitter today, so yeah. he loves Mayreen. Yeah. I think... Um, yeah, I think it's one of those. The French do this sort of like cop, gangstery, mm. corrupt cop thing really well. I don't watch a lot of French films. I'm going to refer to Bracco. Listen, yeah. Bracco as a TV show is fucking amazing. French TV show. If you get a chance to watch it, watch it. Oh. It's brilliant. What was uh, the other one you made me watch a, cut a month or so ago? Uh, the Belgian one. Oh, yeah, Man yeah. Bites Dog. Yeah, it had yeah, yeah. elements of that too, yeah, which yeah. I quite like. Um, so, yeah, so these are great. And like, you've got Leon and stuff like that, corrupt yeah. cops and that sort of thing. I think they do this sort of thing really, yeah. really good. But, yeah. Apparently yeah. they filmed it backwards as well. Right. Reverse chronological order. So okay. he's fat when he started. Right. And then he lost weight as it went on because he didn't think he would be able to put on the weight. I t- do you know what? Like Things like that, how they make films like that. Yeah. How they have all these scenes and storyboards and shit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's weird, isn't it? You make a film backwards. It did remind me a bit of you, though, when he was walking around slapping his belly. I know you've lost it now, but in the old good old days when you had the belly... <laughs> I mean, we're swapping now, mate. Or... I mean, I've seen your pizza belly coming through, yeah. Chev, I'll tell you. So we're over... <laughs> oh, that, I'm Mr. Six-Pack. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay. Right, so I'm glad about that. Mm. What you got for me next week, mate? Got you a remake, mate. Sorry about that. I've not gone original, I've gone remake, but it's currently 7.2 out of 10 on INDB. 15, two hours, 13 minutes long, build as an adventure biography crime. With a synopsis of wrongfully convicted for murder, Henri Charrière forms an unlikely friendship with a fellow inmate and quirky convicted counterfeit, Louis Dega, in an attempt to escape from the notorious penal colony on Devil's Island. Starring Charlie Hunnam, Christopher Fairbank and Rami Malek, $12 million budget grossing $10 million. This was 2017's Papillon. Okay, remake. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Right, I mean, I've not seen the remake. No. So there we go. I, mean, I don't know whether it's... I haven't even seen any reviews or anything. No. Didn't even know they'd remade it. Okay. Got to be honest. Um, Nor I did think I, I noticed it once. And didn't, probably didn't even realise it was a remake. Okay, then, mate, I'll watch that. So my one, on IMDb or where we get our stuff from, it doesn't separate Marines 1 and 2 for the box office and the synopsis. Ah. So it's exactly the same. Yeah. So I'm giving you part two in the Marine saga. Oh, shock. 2008's... Mayreen, public enemy number one. And I should just cut and paste what I read out before into that. All right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. So uh, hopefully um, Cassie will enjoy that and you will as well. Brilliant. Right. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Next week then, mate. Yep. We didn't know what to do, did we? No. We have these conversations where we're like, let's just think of something to do. And we came up with this fucking loose thing. Of two films that are to do with running. Homage to you, mate. They're not even to do with running. No, but they're an homage to your marathon thing. So (laughs) one had marathon in it and one had running in it. (laughs) So we've got the marathon man versus the running man at the moment. It'll be over by the time you hear this, but at the moment it's running. And I set it, mate, for 26.4 hours. Did you? Yeah. Great. Clever, and I? I mean, go on then. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks. Okay. So, yeah, so it'll either be yeah. The Running Man yeah. or it'll be Marathon Man. Yeah. Neither uh, have got anything to do really with a race. <laughs> oh. Maybe a race against time. There <laughs> we are. So, uh, yeah, so please, uh, well, there's no point in saying vote. No, no point. It's Don't bother voting. It's all done. It's all done. So You'll whatever. get what you're given. <laughs> so there you go then, mate. Yeah. Right, do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media? Yes, they can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. They can indeed. Please do with all your questions and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, okay then, mate. Right. Yeah. I might see you yeah. next week. Good luck, mate. Thanks. Depends. All 26.4 of those miles. Yeah, it depends whether I get... Whether I get round, yeah, doesn't it? But yeah. uh, hopefully, I'll be able to breathe. Yeah, uh, I'll be able to move my arms. And Don't forget your puffer. No, no, I'll, I'll take all that. And I'll your gel put... packs. <laughs> I'm set, mate. Yeah. Don't panic. I'm You've all got good. one. Or I've got good. four miles. I've got to take my point seven glycogen gel pack. It's every five kilometers, but yeah, okay. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. Don't so worry. I'm set. I'm hopefully I'll be back. I won't be able to walk. But hopefully I'll be back. So you're running it in Imperial, but you're going to take your thingy packs in metric, yeah? No, I'm running it in metric. All right. So I know exactly how many How many kilometers. KMs are in, in in a marathon then? 42. Oh, I should have done it on 42 hours then. So <laughs> now if I was doing it metric. It doesn't oh, matter. Who cares? It don't matter. Let myself down now. Right. <laughs> okay then. Yeah. Right. I mean, we done? We're done. Okay then, mate. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Say goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye then, Mark. See you later, everybody. Bye. Bye. Oh, I had an hour out the other day, mate. Went licorice fishing. I caught all sorts. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to find out where you're getting them from. Do you think that? Do you think that someone's laughed at that? Yeah. Do you honestly, in your mind, think that? I laughed, laughed at it when I read right, it. Right. Okay. I mean, I suppose that's good enough, isn't it? Really like. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Feel- <laughs> Can you not? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>